We have an epic battle in store for you on this episode of Was It Good? In one corner, we have Disney's newest animated flick, Raya and the Last Dragon. And the opposite corner stands Nickelodeon's own The SpongeBob Movie, Sponge on the Run. Who wins in the slugfest of the century? We'll break it all down right here. And who are we? I'm Ravi, and I'm with my brothers Christian and Arjuna, and we have Mr. Michael over in the producer's chair. Quick reminder, these are children movies-ish things. There we go. Shout out, Brett Raider. You didn't do it like Brett does. Yeah. He does it like this. This is a children's movie. Like that. Yeah, yeah, well, I wanted to put my own creative spin on it by making it less cool. It's still being creative. No. You're making you're being less creative by being creative. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> two very different movies. Two movies that were <laughs> yeah. both slated, if I'm correct, to come out in 2020. Yes. Both delayed so. because of a thing called COVID. Actually, I don't know if Raya was originally slated for 2020. Might have been, uh, it might have hit like right when it was supposed like to. Like right at, right at the correct moment. Yeah, they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I do Keep know that a is. lot of the movie was work from home. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of their animes work from home to kind of obviously finish that film. Um, right, Real quick, before we kind of like deep dive into this. Visually, Goddamn. SpongeBob versus Raya. Which one to you was more visually interesting and which one made you, uh, I can't believe you crawl under a blanket and go, what's going on with I that? I can't believe you're asking us with a straight face. Well, if you go by interesting, you know, interesting can mean a lot of things. That's true. It's a very open-ended right? question. Like, interesting could be, you know, did it really stick out to you because of how horrifying it was? Ooh. And you could, say you could make the argument for SpongeBob because uh, that animation, to me, was horrifying. <laughs> uh, you were disturbed? It was disturbing, especially like characters like Sandy Cheeks, like when they really mm-hmm. like zoomed in on her face. Yeah. She it was kinda it kinda reminded me of like the surreal kind of weird kid but like adult animation that you see in like um Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. You know? Ah uh, yeah, okay. Where it's like Oh it's, great, great, great. It's like <laughs> it's like she kinda looked scary. Yeah. I was like, is this supposed to be a children's movie? Like Brett says? I don't mm. know. I yeah, don't know yeah. if it was. So but obviously Raya was Vastly superior. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because before we started the movie, um, we th- we accidentally threw on the, the show SpongeBob. I think it was the camp one. Camp Coral. Which camp is Coral. like the same animation, I think. Pretty similar. Probably. Or, yeah. It's like super, super similar. We were just like, what? Uh, I think we're watching it with Lauren, and Lauren's like, I don't like this at all. And she laughed after five minutes to go watch, I think, Camp Queens probably. So. Another quality show. Oh, great, great show. Great doesn't, show, yeah. Doesn't stick, um, doesn't work in this day and age. Yeah, that's, that's, why, that's, that's partly Some why of the it's subject so great, matter though. is kind of like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Yes. Okay, <laughs> okay, Indy. Yeah. Okay, Indy. Big, big, yeah. <laughs> big time museum. I'm kind of surprised, Arjuna, by your, your, your comment of it was horrific. I wouldn't go that far. Like, don't get me wrong. I was wrong. disturbed. I was disturbed. Don't, don't get me wrong. How, like, Sandy the Squirrel looked was kind of... They were trying this the animation style where it kind of blends between animation style and reality. And, you know, like her um, fur was very kind of pointy. And in some areas, it looked kind of like distraught and She mess. looked like a crack addict. Okay? It definitely, <laughs> definitely seemed <laughs> oh, like a crack addict, like especially that end part where it was basically a gigantic trailer for Camp Coral where they're like, yeah. I remember SpongeBob. Or the yes. entire movie. The end part for sure was a big like pitch yes. for the for the for this new weird series that they're doing. This is a weird reversal. Ravi's usually the one bashing, you know, 
animation, CGI, and then here we are with Arjun going, I'm disturbed, and Ravi not defending it, but you know, giving it some leeway. Uh, what, what is this Bizarro World? Opposite I, I day? generally enjoyed right the now? animation style, like SpongeBob. You did? Yeah, because SpongeBob, for the most part, has been. This is the third movie, correct? This is the third movie. The very first movie was the traditional 2D style animation, just with a little HD, with a little yeah, HD, a little like a little quality bump up here. Uh, the second Classic. movie was this that plus a little bit of 3D elements. The 3D animation when they went onto the surface, and there's also uh, Michael, not Michael. Michael what's, his, what's his name? The Antonio the act, the Banderas? main act the main actor from uh, Baywatch. Oh, but he's in the first one. Oh, is that the first one? That's the first. It's David Hasselhoff's David the first Hasselhoff's. one. Yeah. Antonio Banderas is in the, the second, second one, and the third one features the live action versions of Danny Trejo and Snoop Dogg and Mister. Mr. 21st century himself, Keanu Reeves. And Keanu How Reeves are you going to forget Keanu Reeves? Face, it's, it, technically, <laughs> it's not his full body. It's just wow. his head. It's just his head. Bush. He's the biggest he's star the the in the world right now. The sage. sage. He, he, is, he is like Jesus. He can I, do no I, wrong. I just wonder how much did they pay him for this movie? So Either way, my, my point <laughs> is, is, is <laughs> I, I kind of enjoy that they're trying and they're updating the animation styles. SpongeBob Why? has always been kind of, like especially like the earlier seasons. And Trina, you... Love that stuff. Like it is. You it love is, that shit. It's old school Nickelodeon where it's borderline. It's a children's show. Yeah, but there are like very adult themes, very kind of like sure. tongue in cheek. Got that one right. Um, <laughs> Take that, Lauren. Yeah, tongue in cheek. Um, <laughs> cheek and tongue. Cheek and tongue. There we go. No, that's not it. Um, type of like you know things that adults would pick up on as opposed to kids, right? Yeah. There's a lot of that in this this film, I think for sure. And I think the animation style kind of lends into this kind of bizarroness. But you also have to think SpongeBob has been running for what twenty plus years at this 1999, point. Nineteen ninety nine. So it's, oh, you're you're hitting year twenty two right now. They have to. That's absurd. They have to <laughs> appeal to a different audience in some other way. So like people like Arjuna who grew up watching this. Oh, people Gen Alpha. Are, Whatever. Some Gen Alpha? I think that's the name of the like the, the, the little kids right now. Gen Z Alpha or something like that. Oh, God. I, I, <laughs> I feel bad for the generation after when that'll be uh, Gen Beta. Because nobody wants to be the Beta. So the thing is, the people <laughs> like Arjuna who grew up watching this, he's familiar with this old school of animation style. If Arjuna was to have kids and he wants to get his kids interested for whatever reason, they would, they would want something a little bit different than what Arjuna grew up on. So they would need to change... The animation style in some capacity, hmm. yeah, which I is crackhead Sandy. Yeah. Well, also, you know, not to be the cynic here, but do it. I think the reason for the different animation style being a backdoor pilot for a new show is because there's this thing called Paramount Plus. It needs content. Wait, what? And this is a great and, transition. And this by the isn't way. the only spinoff that's been announced for SpongeBob. In fact, there's multiple Wait. spinoffs on multiple platforms that have been announced. You have Camp Coral coming out. You have a Patrick Star variety show coming out. You have a Squidward Tentacle show coming out. So a variety really show? Yes. With correct. Patrick? Yeah, where he interviews people. What's the Squidward one? The Squidward one is apparently a Netflix one, and it's something like artistic. I don't know. I'm hoping <laughs> the Squidward one should be like America's. Uh, funniest home videos. With Patrick Star. But it, no, it should be with, with Squidward. Bottoms, with Squidward being like, you suck. Or, you know, <laughs> it wasn't a bad Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of look like him. <laughs> so let's actually jump into Paramount Plus uh, quite a bit here because obviously quite with the launch of Paramount Plus, uh, it was obviously they did it along with this movie. Uh, they did it with the Camp Coral show. A bunch of other stuff dropped. 
Um, but one of the biggest things that I saw with the Paramount Plus release was, you know, disorganization in terms of the app, uh, not working across all platforms. Some um, distribution like devices don't work in terms mm-hmm. of Android devices or Roku devices. And then the bigger one was cool. It's a lot of nostalgia content, and again, not a lot of new things to kind of dig my teeth in, teeth into. Right, so Paramount Plus launches after things like HBO Max, Disney Plus. Can't even think of Peacock, all the Peacock, Apple TV Plus, Apple TV. Like, there's been so, so, so many. Do we think? And obviously, before Paramount Plus, it was CBS All Access, correct? But now, but which was first, by the way, which CBS was the All very Access first one, yeah. predated all the others besides Netflix, obviously. But they kind of were the first to introduce this idea of here's all of our legacy stuff, and we're also creating original content for this thing. The, that first piece of original content being for CBS All Access, Star Trek Discovery, <laughs> which we actually, one of our first reviews here on Was It Good? I Go think it was our it. very first one. Episode uh, one, I think, is Star it, Trek. I think it is Star Trek Discovery. You did in your old apartment. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you ago. go. That was, and that's three years ago. So they had a they had a head start, and they still somehow fumbled it. Uh, my own per- personal Paramount Plus experience, the app on the Friday, I believe March 4th, this your CBS All Access app, which is supposed to just change over to Paramount Plus. Every time I opened up my CBS one, it just crashed. Uh, <laughs> so I had to uninstall it and then install the new Paramount Plus one. The layout is the exact same as <laughs> CBS All Access. Like nothing has changed. No UI changes. No UI changes. They had the same boxes that have the different brands, which they did months ago <laughs> um, on there. And uh, yeah, it just feels like they just changed the name because there's already bad PR for CBS All Access, and they're just like. Let's do Paramount Plus, and it also now has bad PR. Well, I mean, it's interesting though. Like everything is kind of looped into one spot, right? Like yeah. all of Nickelodeon's in there, all of um, MTV, MTV is in there. There's also supposedly because of this change with Paramount Plus, there's also going to be these new shows, these revitalized shows from Nickelodeon, right? There's an animated Rugrats coming, like <laughs> the same animation style. As Spongebob or yeah, kind of similar, oh, but no. it's like this 3D style, but it's kind of retelling tales and stories of Rugrats, like what we grew up on. I don't know about Hey Arnold. That's another big one, obviously. That should definitely get done. Um, Ren and Stimpy, probably not. Rocco's Modern Life is oh. another one that, that I That show I was saw. so weird. I was they scared by that pa- show. They, uh, Paramount also hired the original creators back of Avatar, The Last Airbender, and they'll be making Avatar content. For Paramount Plus. Ooh, that's a there's big an entire that's a Avatar studio that's been shot right. off from Nickelodeon. So yeah. there's a lot more Avatar content coming. Wait, through. wait, Ava- there is? Yes, Avatar: The Greatest Movie. No, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Avatar. Is it going to have the Korra. two creators? Yes, the yeah. two creators signed They're a back. signed an overall deal with Paramount. Oh, thank God to come back. Yeah, but they have like Amazing. full oversight or more. Yeah, oversight like they're essentially they're going to. Uh, I think what fans have wanted is th- what's going to happen. They're just going to create. Tons of adventures within this Avatar world. Yeah, yeah, They're really going to blow them out. I, I need a million avatars. I, you know, I just need to. I need a million avatars. We need all of their stories, <laughs> past, present, and future. But in comparison, I mean, Disney <laughs> Plus has been around now what a year, two years year plus. Yeah, year plus. Uh, Paramount Plus is kind of the evolution of CBS All Access. Where would you say things stand in terms of? I would say let's ask the question of currently where do things stand in terms of what's a more interesting app to you, and then when you look ahead at the slate of things coming out, so all of the Disney Plus's new stuff versus all of the Paramount Plus's Ooh. new stuff, 
You know, We're is just it, talking those two or all the others? Let's just look at those two because yeah. obviously this entire pod is specifically on Raya and the Last Dragon, which came out via Disney Plus, and obviously the SpongeBob movie, which did come out in theaters, but also right, did Raya also come out in theaters too? You like the theaters, right. yeah. So both came out in select theaters, but we chose the digital because we're fearful of crowds. We're smart. No, yeah. I'm just, Let's just I, say I just we're don't smart. like crowds. So oh, COVID has really made you shy. I believe it's pronounced More COVID. Shy. Actually, they just recently announced that. COVID. 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 It's like coffin. 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 The pocket or coffin. Wow, can somebody like take coffin like how he looks someone and then animate it like. The COVID. Anyway, back to your question. Yeah. I, for me, it's Disney Plus. I mean, it, it's not even close, it, to be honest. I mean, Marvel, Star Wars, doesn't. Nat you know, Geo. Nat, hey, a lot of people <laughs> love that, apparently. But, you know, the Paramount's got like a nice nostalgia, nostalgia factor, you know, with like, with those shows that you mentioned. I mean, for me, the only thing that I would probably tune in for. Is definitely all the Avatar stuff, especially if they can have a million shows. All the Avatars, I'll be there for that. And then maybe Rugrats. All the rest of them. And Star Trek. No. What about Rocket Power? No, I was I, I, that was a little. I was a little too old when those those shows. Yeah, came you out. were like thirty back then. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was. You know, I've aged like fine wine. But yeah, no, it's Disney. It's Disney Plus. Uh, um, for me, it's yeah, it's not close. Juna. Yeah, it's got to be Disney Plus. Like I think yeah. they've also just poured in the money. Into it's Disney. making sure that, like, you know, we've made fun of them, you know, at D23 in 2019 when they announced five billion fucking shows, but like, it's going to pay off for them because guess what? If you put in, you know, $10 billion for five billion shows and like two billion hit, well, you know, and it's also some, some of the most iconic pop culture icons. Yeah, exactly. Star I mean, Wars and Marvel. Yeah, but they've got, they've got the right things. They've built, they, the they have the right IP. The versus IP. Versus Paramount just really doesn't like they have some niche things with like you know Star Trek is still is still niche. This Avatar, yes, yeah, I wouldn't say Star Trek is main like not on Star Wars level. Like yeah, a lot of people compare them, but yeah, you have to remember Star Trek is old school sci fi fans, right. and I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, and I'm not trying to put it's one bad. Group down. It, no, it's just that the <laughs> Star Trek, the Star Trek fans that are Star Trek fans now, yeah. for the most part, are Star Trek fans of old. Yeah, right? right. There's not a lot of new Star Trek fans that have popped up when you compare that to like Star Wars. A lot of new Star Wars fans. Right. Did I'm not what you will about years. the new trilogy, right? Yeah. yeah, But they did build new fan base. Mandalorian's done yeah. the same. There's thing. There's a whole like so Ray st- and like Kylo Discovery, Scans group. Discovery yeah, yeah. and those shows, and even the new Star Trek, the movies, and they're not even new anymore, right? So the, my those Star Trek movies came out 12, 13 years ago. They haven't built that. Same same type of fan base. My observation is this, and I'm no marketing or business guru, but if uh, your fan base is old and you're not replacing it with new fans, that's 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 a IP that's going to go extinct. It's bad. It's bad for business. Yeah. So don't pour any more money to it and let well, it die. But to be fair, Star Trek, but Star Trek as we again last summer we reviewed the show Lower Decks. Uh, even though it's an adult animated show, That's they true. are leaning more into the animated verse. Nickelodeon uh, is doing a Star Trek, a Star Trek kids called. show, right? Yep. Will, which will feature Janeway, uh, you know, a character from the original, you know, some of the original shows, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, not really original, but you know, older shows. But I'll um, say this is the first time though, like Paramount with the Star Trek franchise is actually finally trying something new. Yeah, yeah. you know, while Star Star Wars, I wouldn't say with. Disney pushing Star Wars, I think the new thing that they're doing is like the Mandalorian. But before that, they were trying the new stuff with the animation, right? Yep. But that, again, was 15, 20 years ago head with start. like the Clone Wars animation show. Like they had the head start. So, yep. 
Yeah, who the hell is think what? <laughs> so I mean, here's the thing with Paramount though. Like Paramount and Viacom were different, and then they combined, and then yeah. they separated, and then they combined again. So I think their whole corporate structure is just a little bit more murky versus like a <laughs> Disney. Like Disney has just spent the last ten years really acquiring IP, buying Marvel, buying Lucasfilm. Uh, you know, companies that were like actually pretty well run in terms of and profitable too, right? Lucasfilm was making money. Marvel was obviously making money with the beginning of like the the whole phase one and MCU type of thing. So uh, they just have a they just have a head start. I I think you know I think Disney has proven that it is for the mainstream, right? They have the biggest IP. They're probably the best the press value, uh, you know, in terms of hitting the IP that maybe the whole family is into. While Paramount Plus and even some of the other ones, uh, I know we're not talking about them, but even like um, Peacock and <laughs> HBO Max are maybe a little bit more niche. Yeah, for sure. Um, HBO is for the adults. HBO Max, uh, you know, Peacock is for the millennials. Not going too much of a tangent, <laughs> but I think HBO Max is probably my favorite because I just feel like they have. Whoa, the no, you ruined the whole bit. Oh. The whole bit was going to, I was going to ask you guys, and then you're going to be like, oh, what's your favorite? And I was going to say, oh, it's Peacock. And you guys would be like, well, what? And I'll be Literally like, no King of Queens, Peacock. George Lopez, but Peacock. You said, wait, wait, Peacock? Peacock? Is, is you said, Peacock? Yeah. yeah. You said oh, 10 Peacock. minutes ago, keep it to these two. Yeah, I know, but I always change the rules for myself when it comes to the three of us. Like, have you learned nothing in however old years we've known each other? No. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's my right. That is your right. <laughs> Let's, um, you know, I think the digital wars clearly have say, a winner. Would you say that we're getting to an end? No. No. What I, do you mean? No, it, the, it's just beginning. I, I think what you're going to see. It's no, really. It really is. Because you you still have to figure out who's going to win the sports card. You're still going to have to figure out who wins the live stuff. You still have to. And then you're going to see a. You're going to see some of these kind of businesses fold and stuff. Like, let's be honest, like Apple TV Plus, like. That's been a disaster because they just have so such <laughs> few like so few originals. Uh, Peacock hasn't necessarily gotten the viewership the the users that they want. Uh, even HBO Max like they're not getting the users they want. But the only one that's whoa, like, whoa, whoa whoa it's not two weeks from now after the amazing Zack Snyder cuts come out. Like let's be honest, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna beat Disney. Like I think Disney Plus reported an insane growth in terms of numbers sure. or reported users. I think they are. I think we all knew this. Disney Plus is going to be the gold standard to kind of beat. Yeah. And I think I think HBO Max after 2021 will be interesting to look at based on their model for this year in terms of releasing these big blockbusters. It will be interesting to see where the numbers are. But I think, you know, at the end of the year, in terms of, like, who's got the most users, it's going to be Disney Plus, yep. probably HBO Max. Yep. Um, and I would be – it'd be interesting, I believe, like – Who's playing for third? Well, remember, Netflix is still above all of these. Because yeah, of Netflix course. Is Worldwide, is Netflix yes. is still killing everybody. Uh, and also most nominations in the Oscars. Thank you, Mr. Producer. Um, but I think like also that. Also the most debt. I think the third, <laughs> the third, fourth spot's going to be between like a Peacock and a, a Paramount. No, no, like a Paramount. Hulu is part of like the Disney portfolio. Yeah. It is? Yeah, yeah. they own the majority sure. stake. Technically, Disney Plus, you almost have to loop in like Hulu and ESPN because they all offer them as like a three-tier thing. Of, like, oh, Hulu. that's yeah. right. That's here's, right. Here's everything. But it's really going to be Damn, Peacock versus Paramount Plus, and I think it's going to be on the older generation. Mm. And what I mean by that is... Boomers? Yeah, like, bo- like boomers are finally kind of breaking away to a degree from the cable model and paying for cable and they're moving to this digital streaming platform right it's taken forever <laughs> but they're finally realizing 
you know, a lot of these shows that I have to do the, um, what is that, the the timed viewership or the timed tune-in, you know, or yeah, the yeah, weekly yeah. time programming yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, they're realizing they don't Cadence. have to do that, right. and they can just jump on these apps and watch these shows whenever they want. But if those two shows, for example, or those two networks like Peacock and Paramount Plus have the older shit, right, like the King of Queens, which I like, you're going to go for the ones where you can just put that crap on and then tune out or whatever, right? Go on your phone, on Twitter. Exactly. And talk about how racist the show is, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was made it's in relic. the early 2000s. It's a relic. Yeah, it's a very... A there are some time. parts, like... Cringe. We, we were watching a piece oh, today, man, I couldn't believe it. And Christian's like, Doug and Carrie are basically like certified psychopaths that are like essentially trying to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. The entire all time. The time, like they they do they do like <laughs> they do like semi illegal stuff all the time. <laughs> like they're not good people. They're really not. It's probably like like, like um, a Doug is probably like the great, real actually. life version of Peter Griffin. <laughs> he's he's King of Queens. He's the closest. Is just a live action Family Guy. It's to it, it's, it's the cl- maybe the closest. Yeah, probably the closest in terms of like real life things that like. Are seeing in a so Family Guy, you know, you have the chicken fighting Peter, right? Sure. Like that won't happen. But like, there's similar type of situations where he's like, you know, going after um, where there's a kid at a baseball game. Oh, I remember this one. And like, this kid's throwing crap at him, so then he decides like steal the ball from the kid, and like yeah. everyone's booing at him, and he's like swearing at like there's just, <laughs> it's, 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 it's comparable things, definitely. Oh man, that's it's so like great. Uh, okay. Best part of that show is still Jerry Stiller, the dad. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. Oh he God. Definitely makes it. And also the fact that like his wife um, is also in the, sh- in the in show, show and as Ben well. Stiller also is makes in an, an appearance episode, here and right? there. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a nice stuff. King of Queens tangent. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's move into the movie. I think that we all agree was quite enjoyable. SpongeBob. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I was on my phone the whole time. Is there anything that we want to say in terms of the general plot of, of SpongeBob? I think for Keanu me, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. That entire sequence. Um, I immediately paid more attention when he appeared because I didn't know it was coming. And um, you had up no until idea. I had no idea. And then also up until then, it was playing out like a regular SpongeBob episode. And then that yes. happened. I'm like, wow, this got really. Really strange. I didn't. I was like, I, I was like off balance. I don't know if you felt the same way. You were more of a. You're talking about the entire sequence when they go to the western town yes. and Danny Trejo, the Diablo shows El up. Diablo. El and Diablo. Snoop Dogg Snoop shows Dogg. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what is the happening? dancing pirate zombie? Uh, they, like, were they were they dreaming? Like, I, I was confused. Like, it was a was joint dream. Present, it, was, and it was a joint dream. Yeah, Sage was able to like. So why were they dreaming at the same time? Like, what was the power that let them? To yes. save animation costs. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> I mean, okay. yeah. yeah. You know, like, it was... Yeah, go to life action. I got confused. It like, was sometimes. only, you know, I, I always like to look at the budgets of movies, right? This was a $40 million movie. And so... And most of that went to, cast. went to Keanu. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, Keanu, Snoop, <laughs> Danny. Danny. Those are the big three. Tiffany right? Haddish. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, those are all the big, uh, big names. Name, names. Which, by the way, Aquafina's in both of these movies. So yeah, we know. She's the true winner. That's that's why we uh, just have like this Zoe battle. Saldana in the Avengers Endgame Avatar battle of the number one movie in and the Star world. Trek, yeah, but Star Trek's not in the top like two still like the big the she's in two big franchises, yeah Avatar and Avatar two <laughs> <laughs> is she confirmed Avatar for Avatar two? two? Yeah, she's been filming the sequels like Avatar all two, ten of them two three oh four boy. six nine James Cameron four. James Cameron's a task. James Cameron does it again with 15 <laughs> sequels to the movie that you kind of thought, ooh, that's weird. You know what would be hilarious, though? They filmed all these sequels. Avatar 2 comes out bombs. Like, what do they do with the other one? 
Make it. I don't. <laughs> you, I don't. You've, you've, I don't you've know about that because, much. like, Avatar does really well in the Asian market. Yeah, but what if like Cameron's lost his touch and they're just shitting movies? I think I somehow feel like the movie has been crafted in such a way that it can't, it fail. can't <laughs> fail in China. And the fact that they re-released Avatar in China so and it made a crap ton of money kind of also says like, you know, it's a movie oh, yeah. that 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 the, that side of the world enjoys and really likes and is can connect to for whatever reason. So something tells me like when they were thinking up and doing the produ- pre-production for Avatar, yeah. it was like, how do we appeal? To this audience, I would I would wonder if this movie's made more for that kind of you know world as opposed to like a Western culture, which isn't a bad thing, but you know, but plenty of people here liked that movie. Yeah, no, of so course. I don't know. Of course, I don't know why we, you know, uh, that did really well here. A lot of people loved it, but that was twenty years ago. It was twelve yeah. years ago. That's like 20. and vis- visually, it was like incredible. Like people, have you I remember? Have, I remember people, pe- people, uh, people went to go see it so many times because. When they put on the 3D glasses sure. and the IMAX, for some people, that image was so addictive. They wanted to live inside but, of that but, world. But here, to, to play, de- play devil's advocate, we've seen a lot of, like, quote-unquote, long-awaited sequels come out and bomb. Especially, yeah. like, in a lot, lots of parts of the, the world. So I'm just I'm just wondering, like, what what if, right, w- it just doesn't do well? Like, it just doesn't resonate 12, 50. Like, it just isn't the movie people want and expect. Then it sucks. And then you have, like, three other movies you're sitting on. Well then, no, no, no. Maybe they'll be No, you would release them. You would go back, do reshoots, or recraft the story to figure out the. You would basically do a lot of like research, like why did this suck? Well, this sucked because. Or why didn't it hit? Did not have explosions. This demographic. There wasn't. What's the actor's name? Sam. Sam Worthington. There wasn't enough Sam Worthington. Is he? He's not in them, is he? Oh, he is. Oh, he is. Oh, he God. better be. He was in that and like Terminator part. in the same year, and everyone's like, Sam Worthington is the next Hollywood A-lister. No, is he? Is Twelve he, years is he going to be in the sequels? Y- yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. But it was funny because like in 09, like 09 was his year because he was in that. He was in Terminator, and, and he hasn't done everything. And then he really, I, I'm sure he's done some things. So oh, maybe he's he just, just hasn't been become, so busy with these sequels. He just has. He just, <laughs> he just Cameron, man. He just he hasn't become up. the. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't become the A-lister everyone thought he would. So Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. What do we think? um, Was this a surprise to anyone that this would be an entertaining story? Or was this more... So so I didn't know anything about it going in. Um, uh, Except that we saw a trailer a few months ago and I was like, oh, this is uh, basically, you know, know, Legend of Korra meets... uh, Mulan, basically. (laughs) I was like, that's that's just... I'm getting those vibes like hardcore. Went in... Right off the bat, I think visually the most stunning animated movie ever. The made. water like, I don't alone think was amazing. Yeah, I, every time there was water, I was like, "This, I, just, like, I don't understand this." And then I think there was a really powerful message in there, which I wasn't expecting either. Something that I don't think I've seen um, done, which is you know, uh, trust your enemies. Uh, I thought that was a really powerful message that I just haven't, I haven't seen. Maybe maybe it's there, but and I've yeah. It. I feel like Disney always find you know Disney very much is always like, what's the lesson here in our animated movie? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, they always you know they always surprise me, and they they find you know oftentimes like pretty cool and interesting messages, and I thought this was one of them. Uh, what what kind of surprised me about this movie is a lot of like the Disney animated movies and the Pixar movies are always announced like years and years in advance, right? Like they're announcing movies that come out like five, six years, seven years later. Um, just because the production generally takes so long, right? They're really 
honing in and crafting the story. The animation takes a long time. You know, sometimes they record and re-record, and there's a lot of anticipation really built up for these movies. This movie wasn't. This movie like had some rumors in like 2018, and then was like actually announced in 2019, and like a year and a half later, it was out. So it was a much shorter production shelf life than I think the regular Disney animated movie, and they kind of proved that. You don't need the six years to necessarily make these like masterpieces that they've made. Or before. is it just that the technology is like there? I think it's the tech has gone a lot. Tech has gone a hell of a lot be. better. Right. Yeah, well, so. which is interesting. Like even like uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who voices uh, Raya, she wasn't cast until January of 2020. You know what I mean? So like it, in 14 months, she was cast, did the lines, and like they honed it around you know her her voice and and stuff and. Um, I just think like and, and it was a it was a really good movie. Like I wouldn't if if you if you put that movie in front of me and uh, like guessed the production timeline, like I wouldn't have guessed that it was quote unquote months. like that short. <laughs> yeah. Compared like compared to some of these other like Disney movies and Pixar movies and even like a movie into the Spider Verse, right? Where like they were working on that movie for years and years and years and like really like honed it. And like that's a really great movie. Like, don't get me wrong, but this kind of also proved this like more than one way to do something, clearly. The biggest surprise for me was uh, the amount of merchandise that would won after the movie. <laughs> and you all laugh because I like to buy a lot of merchandise, but uh, I don't usually like buying a Disney animated movie merchandise. Yeah. You know, obviously. This uh, is the first for you. Tut Tut. Tuck Tuck. Tuck Tuck with a very cute character rolls up into a little ball thing and, and like. It's like an armadillo. It's like an. It's so cool. This was cool, cool, cool character. Yeah. Her sword, granted, this is like the plasticky one, but like the sword was dope. The sword it like, was really cool. You turn into like a, a whippy like a thingy. Whip thing, yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome, like, stuff. Like, yeah. we, we all laugh and joke, like, Disney makes movies and stuff to sell stuff. Like, no shit. You know, they this nailed movie, it with they this They did one. a great, they, great they job with this film. I, great job. The, the, the orb, the orb itself is, like, Yeah, the beautiful. orb is super cool. Yeah. The, um, the, uh, the three monkeys and their ringleader the is, baby. Oh, the in, baby. in my opinion, yeah. the best part of the movie. Because yeah. I want to know where that baby got those skills. What? Why? Why is she running around straight up doing? You know, she's, she's crazy. She would give Grogu a run for his money. And it's now twenty twenty two D twenty three, and um, I think Bob Chapek is the CEO right now yeah. of Disney. Comes so out on stage and says, "Guys, we know that you loved Raya and the Last Dragon. Right. We're going to announce the uh, Disney Plus spinoff series where yes. we're going to have the the three monkeys and the the baby." And the baby. Yeah. And we're going to have I'm this, in. and we're going to have this, yes. and we're going to have this. I'm in. Even I'm better. In. Disney is going to lean all the way into their baby characters, and it's going to be called Disney Babies, and all the babies yeah. meet. Like, Screw the princesses. I'm pretty sure there's a I product the line called that. <laughs> I want that. I want it'd that. I want great. the Disney Baby video game. It'll be a, it'll be a beat 'em up. Like, <laughs> you pit the babies game to them, they fight each other. Yeah. Like Smash Brothers, but, you know, Disney Wait, babies. Wait, does Disney own Build-A-Bear? Does anyone know? Sure. I mean, if they they should own build a bear, and they should buy all their baby characters. Be like the build a bear. So let's ask a question. Let's ask a question. So like with uh, SpongeBob, obviously SpongeBob and Paramount Plus, they're doing this entire like franchise universe building type thing, right? Raya uh, comes from Raya, right? Yeah. Raya comes from obviously Disney Animation Studios. They did awesome films such as Big Hero Six. Which is, you know, being connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you think this is going to be its own separate thing, or is there a world in which this could all potentially live in the MCU? Because something crazy like that. Fuck yeah. it. I, I do have a quick question uh, about the animation studio thing. Um, I don't know. I've asked it before, but I forget. 
is Pixar still around and are they separate or yeah, did they're Pixar separate. become no, no, Disney? So no, Pixar is its own so separate Pixar thing. Did, so Pixar did Soul yeah. last year. Okay. Uh, and they're still making, like they did Toy Story But they're also under the Disney umbrella. Correct. Yeah. So Disney has multiple animation studios. That's crazy. Because, you know, why Confusion. Though? Well, and they also Tax have like Tax Evasion. <laughs> Ta- oh, Kingdom Tax Islands. Evasion. That's, yeah, that's yeah. my They also theory. have like, well, and, and, they'll, and they'll sell it as, you know, we have different creative minds and different creative projects we want to do. And, you know, Pixar certainly has built up its own brand that has like a Pixar feel, feel right? And oh, Disney yeah. Animation has their princess line, right? And it has its own feel. And, uh, and it's interesting because, yeah. like, I do want to talk about this. Like, Raya is like part of the Disney princess line, but the Disney is she brand, really? Technically, yes, yes. I didn't it, know that. It, it's part of the whole princess line, but the Disney princess line has certainly changed over the last. Yeah, I was gonna say she's not a princess; decades. she's a warrior. But a lot of the Dis- a lot of the Disney princesses have become like <laughs> Zena, more independent, <laughs> and it's less about like the romance and falling in love, right? Yeah, it's about you know, saving the world. Like with Frozen, for example, right? Like the the main princess like doesn't have a love interest by the end of the movie. You know, with Raya, it's kind of the same thing. Moana, the same thing. You know, like so they're they're really like trying to kind of change the perspective of what they used to do of like there always must be somebody you fall in love with and like that is what it is and so I'm I think that, that's I an it. awesome thing right that's just the times are changing which is great I can't wait for we don't need the boring romance I, I wanted to get to the point <laughs> there where, the, the where the Disney princess is in charge of the galactic empire and is hell bent on destruction and Mulan. the end of everything do you Wait, guys? Could you guys? Mulan ever, breaks bad. But could, you, could you guys ever foresee like Disney animation taking like another Disney IP or property, like a a Star Wars, for example, and, and making almost like a quote unquote Disney princess movie, like a like a prince, like like our producer just said, like a Princess Leia movie, or even like a Ray or like other female characters. I would say they would led. they wouldn't cross the lines because it becomes this icky mess. And a great example of like when you look at the Walt Disney Company when they try to cross the lines with various verticals is sure. this little thing called Marvel and the MCU. <laughs> Specifically, uh, this tiny show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was produced by ABC Studios in conjunction with Marvel Television, which doesn't exist anymore, along with the MCU and like the Marvel Studios. And it was a giant clusterfuck. Yeah, for sure. right? and, like, you confused a lot of people. It confused a lot of people. So What's I don't canon, know if they would do that because yeah. here's the question is, cool, you see Princess Leia in this animation style, and the story's a little bit different, it's a little bit kind of, you know, Raya-esque, if you will. The question's going to be, okay, so here's, here's the Star Wars timeline, <laughs> where does know. it show For up, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. And then the question would then come back to, like, well, why would you need this animation studio just have Lucasfilm, the story group, figure it out, right. and then you maybe contract them to design it, but like the story group has main control and all that stuff. And so I th- yeah, and I think to your point, like Disney doesn't want to cannibalize itself, so yeah. like they really have all their studios really like focus on different things, right? So like th- their most recent thing, like uh, getting 20th Century Fox, which is just 20th Century now, I believe. Uh, like they want 20th Century to focus more on like adult <laughs> stuff, like the non family stuff, right? Like the PG thirteen, like the hard PG 13s and the rated <laughs> R type of stuff. Um, so it is interesting, but you know, there's also going to be some of that crossover. Even like if you talk about the MCU, like Deadpool three is going to be part of the MCU, but it's also going to be rated R. Um, so it's almost, it's almost like, again, a little bit of that cross and it'll be interesting to see like tonally how that works. So before we kind of, um, jump to anything else here, I want to take a step back here. We usually do our one word impressions, Mm -hmm. but I want you instead of to do a one word impression for each, 
I want you to pick one word that describes your viewing experience for both films. Wow. It's very complicated, a yeah. uh, little bit tricky there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll go first, if, if unless you guys already kind of have the, the word. Go, go ahead. Okay. So for me, it's going to be... There's only one easy answer. Well, what is it? You say it because I don't want to tell I, I don't want it to be my word, but the oh. easy answer is just Aquafina. <laughs> that's that's the easy right like, there that sums up both your word. Well, no, mine was actually going to be an easier one, which was um, water. <laughs> SpongeBob yeah. takes place water under the, the sea, Aquafina which is water. is water. True, but it's also a person. <laughs> it's also a person. And then obviously, uh, the Last Dragon deals with a lot of themes around water and just evil. And She's all a that water dragon. Stuff. Did you also get the sense of like water? W- they were discussing using water as well as a way to like water like cleanses you mm. uh, and washes sure. away your evil and all that fun yeah. stuff. So, so yeah, my one word impression was water. water. Yeah, I also good. drank water when I watched both. Did you inhale water though? Like, did you did you take it from the air and and uh, no, I water bent it, it first and then put it in a cup. Okay. Oh. Okay. Wow. Katara. Wow! 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 Either of you come up with one, or I have one. Let's oh, hear it. Nice. Uh, mine's gonna be franchise. Uh, <laughs> the reason I'm gonna go with franchise is because I think we're seeing a tired franchise in SpongeBob. <laughs> I think I think SpongeBob. You know, again, Ravi mentioned like it is going on 22 years. They are trying to find a new audience. I, I don't know if like clearly it's still making money. It wouldn't still be going. Uh, I don't know about that. Talk to Star Trek. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know there's still an audience there. It's still a popular IP for Nickelodeon and Paramount. Um, but I do think the the franchise is tired and obviously isn't what it used to be. Obviously, I'm not the target demographic anymore. I would hope not. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> never are. Choose big confession, guys. I've been watching SpongeBob nonstop since season three, and it's just not. The same. I really stopped at <laughs> season three. I think like most of my generation did. Like I think after the how first old do you remember how old you were when season three dropped? Season so three. So season th- everyone. A lot of people cite like the decline in SpongeBob quality around season three slash when the movie came out slash when the original creator stepped away from the show. So 2004. Um. So I was about 11, 12 when I kind of when the show was when you graduated anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. Or I would just only watch the yeah. older episodes. You're entering high school at that age, right? Uh, no, I didn't enter high school until 06. So I was still in middle school. Okay. And I watched, I, I still watched, I still watched a little bit of SpongeBob. In Do you mean sixth grade? 2006. Oh, 2006. Okay. Well, because uh, you said six. I was like, when you were six years old? No, no, 2006. <laughs> yeah, Arjuna is a genius. Yeah, what the uh, hell? Why aren't you making lots of money? <laughs> So, yeah, but I, I still watched some Spongebob probably in, like, 05, maybe even 06, but it certainly wasn't. So be fair, though, like, because I, I did this. In college, we um, would have grass, as it was referred to. Not milk. Not milk. Not milk. And we would watch old school Spongebob. But we'd always sure. watch between, like, seasons one, two, sometimes three. Mm. That's how. That's what, that. And honestly, like, because I used to watch Spongebob. A little bit with you way back then, yeah, 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 but I really remember SpongeBob <laughs> in college. In college. college, you know what's funny? Wow. I, and I'm, I'm not going to lie when I say this. I yeah. did not watch any SpongeBob in college. Really? That, yeah, that, that was honestly that's probably like me. the time of my life I didn't watch SpongeBob. The only time, because it was t- you wanted to be cool. <laughs> no, I you just I just didn't have time. I didn't yeah. watch a ton of like I didn't have a ton of time to watch different TV shows. And if I was watching a TV show, it was like something I hadn't watched before. So you had four I jobs. like started Game of Thrones. Uh, I watched Avatar in college. You guys, remember um, how shitty uh, Game of Thrones ended? <laughs> we did podcasts on it. <sighs> Our producer was a guest on the finale. So fucking terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
God, that was another worst. lifetime. Worst. That really was another lifetime. Remember ago. the premiere we were in uh, Chicago for Star Wars Celebration for? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. We did a pod. No, we did not end up we doing did a not pod do a because pod. we didn't have the right equipment. We watched we it and then we were like, okay, we're just gonna have to do episode two. Oh, yeah, which is fine because yeah. that series, that season was shit. It was not good. <laughs> but yeah, my my shit. my answer is franchise. Um, so for SpongeBob being tired, and uh, I think I think Raya honestly has some franchise potential. Like I think they built like a really strong mythology. Yeah, for the, all the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, and they could they could certainly do some interesting like do some interesting stuff there. I think like with the history of their land and the people and like the dragons. Like I think there's a there's franchise potential. Here's my uh, bold prediction for 2022. Uh, the uh, spinoff show with the three monkeys and and the and the little kid as the ringleader yep. will be re- now will drop on Disney Plus, and it will be Christian's favorite show of twenty twenty two. Wow, I don't think that's too bold. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a safe uh, prediction. Yeah, you think a, so? That is pretty safe. Like well, more than like any Star Wars thing, like the Obi Wan show or Ooh, or yeah, Mandalorian. Is Obi Wan coming three? next year? I believe it's next year. Twenty twenty two is when it drops. I don't know. I, I have a feeling Krishna is going to really like Obi Wan. Yeah. That's my gut. That's it depends. Gut if there's a battle between, if there's a lightsaber fight between Obi Wan, Kabuzi, and Vader, yeah. and it's like a year before they meet on the Death Star, I, th- I still think Christian it's would hot like dog it. shit. I would like Christian it. would still like because it's gonna give us the it's gonna give us I know I know, it, I know, it, I know it's gonna piss off a lot of people, and yeah. a part of me would be pissed off too. But if they fight and it looks fucking badass, who cares? Nope. That's what we want to see. We want to see Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in this prime, in his armor, fighting and it being cool. They want to be truthful to episode four, so they're going to fight like they did in episode four. (laughs) Okay, if they do that, if they do that, I would like it even more. Because now they're just trolling us. And they say the exact same lines. Looks like I've become the master. Do you guys think Paul Bettany will be like, there's a a surprise actor in the Obi-Wan? He's probably going to say that in every press interview he does for the rest. I honestly life. hope Sebastian Stan was like continues the Mark Hamill thing because you know how everyone's like Sebastian Stan should be yeah. Luke Skywalker. So he should be like, there's a Mark Hamill level cameo in this show. And then just <laughs> winks at the camera. Star Wars <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be pretty good. He does. Did you come up with your one word to recap? Yeah, I'm just, both I'm just gonna stick with Aquafina. Aquafina. Uh, okay. Actually only mostly because uh her both of her characters, I think Otto was one of the more interesting parts of SpongeBob, and um, and I thought she killed it as as the dragon. I thought she was, great. She was really good. She has like a very distinct voice, yeah, and um, can convey a lot of emotion. And L- uh, like um, in really all, in all like most SpongeBob episodes, and definitely in all of the SpongeBob films, there's obviously like a lot of compilation sequences around Krabby Patties. Mm. Does anyone else get hungry for burgers? Every, every time, every time, every yeah. time I see it. Uh, even in the 2D, 2D thing, I, I crave like yeah, like a, a turkey burger or a grilled cheese or something. Never, cra- never craved a, never craved a burger before. Um, that makes sense. I don't really eat a lot of meat. Yeah. Don't you eat veggie burgers? burgers? But uh, mm. but I will say this: every time I've had like a Krabby Patty looking thing, a lot of there's like gummies and like sweets and stuff. Like they've done macaroon versions. So for some reason, I want sweets when I see Krabby Patty. That sounds disgusting. Sounds like they've messed your brain. Yeah, up, your brain doesn't work good no more. Yeah, okay. when it comes to food, one of the be- one of the best SpongeBob episodes is the uh, is the episode where Squidward uh, has never had a Krabby Patty and then he like eats it. Oh yeah, my favorite is like he's like, "What's gonna happen? Am I gonna blow up?" And then SpongeBob's like, "No worries, it'll go to your thighs, <laughs> and then you'll blow up." And he's like, "My thighs? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you you 
It's a great You're one. A nerd. I will say, I will say, they didn't feel like there was a lot of Squidward in this movie. There was or wasn't? Was not. Yeah. Like, he had, like I think, maybe six, seven lines, and that was about it. I mean, th- they they used uh, the Kenny Rogers type yeah. of uh, Squidward. It was all uh, about, was it Kelp? Kelpie? Kelp, Kelp Rogers or something? Kelp, yeah, Kelp. Or I forget or, yeah. what that character's name was because he was so forgettable. Yeah. Is he just the cla- I wonder if they actually got Kenny Rogers to play the oh, uh, to play the instrument. I mean, they just have to go download a sound recording. <laughs> they don't need him. <laughs> I, but, but I, I will say, I will say, I think my ultimate favorite part of SpongeBob was the one of the Camp Coral flashbacks when... Um, Squidward is doing the the talent show, yeah. and he does. He, he you know, remember the bad yes. recorder yeah. of uh, "My Heart Will Go yeah. On." He does, <laughs> he that. does that. I was yeah. like, they, they stole that from that. I was like, they but stole the YouTube. Wait, wait, wait. And he's like, I can't believe I didn't Re- win. Real quick about SpongeBob. So you know how it, the movie felt like it was a backdoor pilot for Camp Coral, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the the story that they introduce in Camp Coral, like in these flashbacks, do not line up with what the actual show is about. Amazing. Is it, and you know this because you watched Camp Coral. No, I read about okay. I read about the show. I have not watched it yet. Well, I do want to watch an episode or two to give it a chance. Uh, real quick, we turned it on for about, what, five, ten minutes before realizing this was not the movie. Yeah. Um, and it is... It's not the best voice acting I've ever heard. <laughs> and animation style is slightly... It's a bit OCD. It's not this OCD. Uh, it's, it's like brighter. It's just the colors just feel off. Right. Right. Like the movie, the colors feel more cinematic, more kind of, you know, tuned in, you know, to, yeah, tuned in, toned in. I don't know. Uh, as opposed to like what you're seeing on the camera where it's just, it's like very, very bright and in yeah. your face. Well, so the thing is, like Squidward's presented as like someone who is Patrick and SpongeBob's age in the movie. In the show, he's like an older counselor. Uh, in the in the movie, Mr. Krabs doesn't work at the camp. He like makes Krabby Patties for the kids. He's like the head counselor in the show. There's like large inconsistencies, and also the movie itself also breaks some of SpongeBob lore and continuity. Like <laughs> Sandy and SpongeBob meet in the very first episode of the show. That's when he meets her. While in the show, it's presented that they met all these years ago. You uh, know, I think that's okay because I feel like cartoons. <laughs> No, I want. I want. I feel strict like cartoons continuity. are breaking continuity all the time. I want strict continuity. Like I feel like, um, like all of those '90s shows always rewrote character histories and backstories. Sto- That's part of the reason that they're so like, correct. You know, like Simpsons, goofy. Simpsons, and yeah. Family Guy. Like they all reset continuity essentially. When your characters don't grow up, like your kids are kids for, for thirty sure. plus years. You're re- doing a lot of rewriting. You do 30 Halloween episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Only 30. I'm not going to lie. We've talked about a lot about SpongeBob more than I thought we would. We have. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Because oh, um, that was weird. It was weird. And with that, I think wow. we have to answer, ask that question. Oh, shit. And Arjun, I'm going to ask you first. Yes. Did SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run, live up to your insane high expectations Expectations that I'm sure were similar to mine when I first saw Star Wars Rogue One. Well, I didn't have high expectations for <laughs> for the movie. Well, I would have been sobbing. I thought I thought it would be a you know, I hoped it would be like a a fun, enjoyable movie, and I <laughs> and I kind and of I, I did I did kind of like it. Uh, I, I didn't even watch it in one go. Like like Sahara and I started the movie, and then we got tired. About halfway through, or about thirty minutes in, stopped it, and then like it was like six days later where we finished the movie, and I think that kind of points out like how non-impactful the movie was, where you can just wait six days and be like, oh yeah, I guess we should finish this movie. Um, so even with the low expectations, I would not say it lived up to the expectations. 
Wow. Your expectations no, were was, hearing it, under-delivered. It was even not. That. You know, I just think the other two are better. I think the first movie is actually really good, and I think the second movie, I thought it was weird when I first saw it, but when I've rewatched it, like, it is actually kind of hilarious. Uh, Christian, was SpongeBob Sponge on the Run good? No. Ravi, was SpongeBob <laughs> Sponge on the Run good? No explanation. No. No. I don't think no. it's really No, it's not good. It just the cat, the cat is eating your, your, your tea? tea. Well, uh, there's no, there's no tea in it. He wants a tea bag. <laughs> I want to say, don't let him know because he'll crack it. He'll rip it open. And there'll be tea leaves everywhere. Don't let him, don't let him get it. No, I kind of want to see it. No, this you is, can clean up the mess. This then. is great for oh, a po- uh, audio podcast. Yeah, don't let him have <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> water. I can't drink it now though. No, you could, and then you could become right, okay. Catman. I kind of want to. Ravi's cat is getting into Krishna's tea right now. It's hilarious. If you're not seeing it, check it out on Twitch. Dot TV slash was it good? What a that. fucking tease! That <laughs> is a pro. A pro. That Thank is you. a pro. Thank you, Mister. Uh, anyway, ask the questions so you can all be surprised by my answer. <laughs> Ravi, oh did God. you like SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run? Yes, I did. Actually, get out. <laughs> I thought it was weird as fuck, and it was enjoyable. It was. It would have been fun. Laughing quite a bit. It would have been the <laughs> fun with the right grass and or milk. Well. Maybe I had one of those at the time. Milk is our word for shrooms. A certain psychedelic. Oh. Mushrooms. Call it milk. Mushrooms. Psychedelics. Um, Let's change it up. Uh, Juno, go ahead and kick it off. Uh, Ravi, was Raya the last dragon good? (laughs) Yes, it was good. Um, Favorite part was the water. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's funny, but the animation, like, it looked like legit fucking water. So they did a great job there. Krishna. Was Raya good? His whole head was inside of the cup. He was like, "Uh, yes, it was extremely good. Um, My favorite part was the baby and her three monkeys. um, Because I think there's an untold story there that I want to see. But also the animation was incredible. And um, sorry, I'm very distracted right now. Uh, But yeah, it was good. Arjuna, was Raya and the last dragon? Yes. Yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon, good for you. Yes, it was. It's one of Disney's best animated movies, I would say. And my favorite part was Benedict Wong's character, Tong. Because Benedict Wong oh, yeah. all, is just is always fantastic yes. in everything he does. And and Tong was just another another fun character that he can add to his pantheon of amazing roles. They should make that a MCU tie-in somehow. You know how like Wong <laughs> is like actually the more interesting part of Doctor Strange? Yes. It's I mean they, that he should be Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I would love to see that. He would be, he's, he's way more interesting. Infinitely more interesting than Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, no offense to Benedict. Benedict's he's a, he's great, a, but... He's a, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Just not for I just, Doctor I Strange I just don't no. feel like his heart's in it when he plays Doctor Strange. Did you see his comments on Thrawn? No. Yeah, he doesn't want to be blue. He's, he's like, like, he's not like I'm me. not doing it. I'm, there's no way I want to be blue. No. He's like, he's like, like damn. Well, son. he explained. He explained You're an actor, bro. He explained further. He's like, <laughs> I have kids. He's like, I just don't want to sit in a makeup chair for six hours. And he's like, I, I, you know, but that's not the point I'm at in my life. Part of me feels like he's thr- trying to throw people off the scent, and he's like using his kids oh. as an example because he's always busy as fuck. So does he really care about his kids? Probably not. Hell no. <laughs> he's British. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> and with that, thank you for listening, <laughs> Benedict. If you're out there, you know, um, let us know.
As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. We live stream these pods on Mondays and Fridays on twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Also have a YouTube channel. Definitely check that out. Our website is wasitgood.info. Newsletter is coming shortly. Our next podcast is this Friday on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll also be live streaming this Saturday as we watch live for the very first time the Zack Schneider Justice League four-hour clusterfuck of a cut. If you want a real surprise, go to Rotten Tomatoes to check its Rotten Tomato score. With 104 uh, professional reviews. reviews. Do you want to hear the number? Professional. No, no. Goodbye. You sure? Yes, goodbye.